Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Answers. This is your host, Sharon Lynn Wyatt, and I can be found all the time on knowthename.com. You can go to the services page and see what suits you and what you'd like to have, or you can go to the schedule page and see where you'd like to join us, or what other radio shows besides this one you'd like to listen and call in on or make a comment when I'm a guest on someone else's show. The big exciting news for you tonight is that my fourth book came out last week. It's the itty bitty little book of what happens when. So if you go to Amazon and you just type in Sharon Lynn Wyatt, it'll show up after all the Know the Name books. I am still writing on Know the Name, Know the Health. It is still progressing a lot. So my goal on that one is for it to come out just in time for Christmas or the holidays or Hanukkah or however you celebrate or And so, um, but this one is a small book and it's really a tribute to my dad and how he taught us how to think and problem solve and how to look at things in a very reasonable way where it involves both the heart and the mind. And so it's literally a very short book. It's 15 chapters, two pages each, that literally helps you look at situations from a different point of view and to think about things before they happen so that if you get caught in one of those scenarios, you can know exactly how to handle it. And the book right now is on Amazon for $6.99. So just know that, um, that that is available. Then tonight, because it's the first Thursday of the month, it is my turn to answer your questions. So please feel welcome to call in at 888-627-6008 so that you can ask your questions. And then know that we will finish answering somebody's question. That means that line frees up. So if you're getting all business you can call in as well. So we're going to take our first caller, Susan from Ontario. Pardon? I said I see the whole name here, which is what I love because oh, we talk first names on the show. Yes. Yeah. He's a, a, a nice single guy looking for a life partner, and also he's had some digestive issues for about 20 years and wondered what you can tell me to help him out. Okay. First of all, he needs to have things his way. Have you noticed? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so when things are not going his way, instead of using his voice, it's, he's holding it inside, and that's what's giving him the digestive issues. Okay. Okay? He's got to learn how to use his voice. You know how they tell him, I'm going to make a fun of this, but I'm really serious. You know how they tell two-year-olds, three-year-olds, use your voice, use your voice, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I want to tell Colin, use your voice, <laughs> use your voice. <laughs> Something's bothering Very you, good. use your voice. <laughs> Are you happy, sad, That's sad, good glad? Yep. You know? Let me help you with the words. <laughs> I need the voice. <laughs> okay. And that will help him in his digestive issues. He needs to find a partner whose first vowel in their first name is an E. An E. Okay. Because that person doesn't need to be in charge and can balance out his name. All right. Thank you okay. very much. Yeah, and it's important because if not, he'll have problems because he wants to be in charge. Bless his heart. Let him be uh-huh. in charge. But he needs to find somebody that is willing to allow that and not be upset when he takes the lead. All right. Very good. Thanks so much. And blessings on your hand. 
Oh, thank you. Hey, you want to hear the good news? Yeah. Stitches came out after only one week. I was amazed. And so now it's a big bandage, and I'm doing exercises, and I have, like, no strength in my hand because they had to redo three fingers and a wrist and the bottom of my arm. But anyway, I am squeezing this toy, and I just hold uh-huh. it all day long. So it's like a stress all ball, right. a squeeze ball, right? But after only two days so far, um, you can see the progress. And my hand is so swollen. The doctor was so cute. He goes, look, no wrinkles anymore. <laughs> I go, well, that's wonderful news that you can <laughs> exercise it now. <laughs> yeah. But thanks for asking. Yeah, it's healing. And, and God bless everybody that's sending prayers. It, they're working because I really am healing incredibly quickly. Well, thanks so much. You're welcome, Susan. Have a great evening. Roberta, it's your turn from Washington. I know where that is in Redmond. Hi. Hi. I lived in Longview for a while. Oh, okay. Hey, I talked to you a week or so so ago, and you told me, I forgot to ask you about my two pets' names, but I actually have another question, so I don't want to ask too many questions if I'm not supposed to. Okay. So what's most important for you to know? Okay, so um, we talked about cities, and I'm trying to figure out um, which, like, combinations of letters or which letters of cities that I should avoid moving to or or I should really pay attention to, because I don't remember everything you told me. You know you can listen to the archive. All you have to do is go to knowthename.com, go to the date that we did that show on the schedule page, on knowthename.com forward slash schedule and go and click on it and it'll, it'll have the archive linked right there and you can hear it all over again. Okay. Oh, no, but, it was it was a session I had with you. Oh, oh, that one I can't repeat. I am so sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. No, I know. Okay. Um, so when I'm, when I'm looking at your name, Roberta, um, when you're looking at cities, okay, you want to avoid cities whose first vowel is an O. Okay, you'll clash. You won't feel comfortable. You will feel the most comfortable in cities whose first vowel is an E. Okay, but you want to avoid other places that have the letter B in it. Because you won't feel accepted. You said B is in boy? B is in boy, B is in Roberta, the B in there. Okay. Okay, because you have a B, okay, and that's very strong in your name, you want to avoid more Bs because it means that you won't be accepted. You'll be challenged all the time. And you're going to feel like, oh, my God, i got to prove myself over again, over and over and over again. And you don't need that. Okay. Okay. So no so, Bs, no Bs, and then and then Es, and then Es are good? The first vowel of an E is very good for you. and um, And you want to avoid Cs. In the first letter position, okay? You want to avoid O in the first vowel position. And you would probably do better off if you had no Z in the title. No Cs, Bs, or Zs. Z is in okay? zebra? Pardon me? Was that was that Z is in zebra? Yes, exactly. Okay. What yeah. about the letter K, a starting letter K? Would that... Ks like- are great. You'll like K's. K's are fine. Okay. Okay. Because I remember something about you said. 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. Say that. Say that again. I was going to say the other vowel that if you can't find an e, an a works well for you. It doesn't work quite as okay. well as the e, but it'll still work very well. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Roberta. Okay. Angela, you are online from Austin, Texas, one of my favorite places simply because my son lives there. Angela, how can I help you? Hi, that was really interesting hearing about um, places to move based on her vowels and letters just now. It made me have a question that I wasn't going to ask. but Sure, that's how um, I found my place, and I absolutely love it. I totally did it by the letters. Ah, that's so it's so fascinating. Well, um, I called last month about the name uh, Dalen Kenry Zoak, and since then I worked a little with Sophia, and it looks like what I'm going to do is refine it just a little bit um, based on some challenges that I have as being an empath and picking uh -huh. up all kinds of energy and having boundaries that I have to clear a lot and work on. And I was wondering about maybe taking an L out of my name, making me too oversensitive, Dalen, and I've come up with like K-N and K-N and K-N with everything from one starting with a Q and one starting with a K. And what do you um, say about an empath having an L in their first name? L's are mm -hmm. great. L's give you the confidence okay. to go forward. L's are great. You just don't want three of them in your entire name. You okay. want to limit so yourself I to one just, or two throughout it. the name. Okay, then that's what I'll do. I just thought it, it was like it says in your book, self-sacrificing and oversensitive. And I'm like, I have too much of that. But that enhances okay. your ability to connect. Yeah, you want to be an intuitive. My, one of my that's helping like you be accurate, and it's being an intuitive. So you want to keep that. I do want to keep that. That's my nature too. Okay, that might be why I'm so attracted to the L. Okay. Okay, and, and then I would suggest a K, not a Q. Okay, that's what I was wondering too. We don't get to talk about Qs very often, so I thought, ooh, I'm going to shake it up and think about a name with a Q. Yeah, because Q A Y Y E N. Right, but a Q conflicts with int intuition. Okay, wow. your K supports it. Wow! Oh, that's so wonderful. Well, then it looks like a city, good city for me, then would probably be one that has a first vowel of an A, and then maybe a first vowel of an O. Secondly, um, I'm looking at that. A's would work really well with you. Um, O's you can do, but you would prefer I's. You would prefer A's, I's, and then U's. Because oh, you're going to think O's are a little bit too bossy for you. And you don't always like to be told what to do. You'd rather be asked. You know, my partner's name is John. And, oh, my gosh, it is. Um, it, he wants to be the boss, like you say of in your book. Of course he does. <laughs> and it is so hard for me to slow down and, like, ask, like, it's his idea or what all the things that you have to do for an O. Oh, I just want to get it done and get to work. And <laughs> so I so, don't like O's kind of. Well, O's are fine. Oh. You're able to, you know, you're able to get along with O's. You just have to teach them how to talk to you. But however, A's are your easiest. I's are next easiest. U's are next easiest. So I would go okay, with one of those Okay, because I was going to be, all right. So I, might, I was going to, I was thinking of Knoxville. That's where I was thinking of going. I've called realtors and all kinds of people. That's an O. 
there That's might be o. some outlines. Um, but Knoxville's sexy, and it's got generosity. Because you've got to rec <laughs> recognize that you've got other letters that are also bouncing off of that. Knoxville's a great place. Oh. Another place you might want to look at is Seaverville. Or Surveilleville. That's outside of Knoxville. Huh? It's That's outside of Knoxville, right? Yeah, it's it's um, east of Knoxville. But it's only yeah, like that a looks a little more countryside. Okay, it, it is. However, and... it's easier for you to shine there. Yeah, I, I have nothing against that about being out in the country. I'm I need the trees, and that's how I ground actually is being in nature. So yeah, so you might. And the reason I'm looking pronounce it Severeville. What's that? They pronounce it Severeville, like it's very severe. <laughs> Severe bill, oh, no. but it's spelled S I E V E R I L L E. And what did you mean by when a city is sexy? I think it's the V's in there. I mean, what does that mean? It's just kind yeah, of fun it means or? that it's it, people are attracted to that area, and that's an easy easy area to fit into and get along with because the oh. area has charisma. Oh, that's great. You know why why I picked it actually first is because it says it's the pet friendliest place in the Southeast America. Oh, yeah, it's fabulous. I, I like that place. And that's where Dollyville is, too. So a lot of people come in and out. Um, but it's it's friendly to visitors and it's got some fabulous restaurants, you know, and it's in it's well, the country. And it's just it's a very nice area um, for that part of Tennessee. Oh. OK, wow. Thanks. Thanks, Sarone. And I'm an occupational therapist, and I don't know um, if you're ready to use, like, rubber bands and coins and a deck of cards for your hands, oh. but there's so many things around the house to get those uh, fingers moving and get that swelling out a little. Well, thank you. I'm doing mm -hmm. celery juice every morning, like gobs of it, to get the – and I haven't eaten dairy in over a month, so I've been, oh, you good. know, de, de yeah, whatever, good. you know – so I wouldn't have the swelling anyway. I'm going down yeah. fairly fast because of the celery juice every morning. And he gave me these mm -hmm. foam things that the, mm -hmm. the, female, the pink one is easier. And he says, by the time I go back and see him in a week, I ought to be on the blue one, which is tougher. And I thought, it is. I, thought I looked at that blue one at first and I went with my hand. I went, oh, yeah, right. But I'm, I'm doing fairly well. He doesn't want me picking up uh -huh. any weight at all. So these are really light foam uh -huh. because the all the fake parts that are now in my body, all the titanium in the thumb, the fingers, yeah. the wrist, the arm. Um, he showed me the x-ray and my body has to grow around it. And he doesn't want it to get knocked mm -hmm. out accidentally by me straining or struggling too hard. So he gave me these things just to exercise my fingers with. Oh, it's good. Interesting. Well, yeah, you'll find so many other little things as you progress. That's going to be exciting. Oh, that would be fun to look up titanium esoterically to see what the elementals would bring to your body now that you're aware of it. Yes, now that I'm a bionic woman here. <laughs> anyway, Angela, enjoy your Thank move you. to, to Tennessee. Thank you so much. Enjoy your you're evening. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you. Cecilia. From New York, Cecilia, how, how what can I answer for you today? I had a hand injury a while ago. I know it can be excruciating and pain, and I'll tell you, it does get better, but it takes time. I had a very you know, bad hand injury. Oh, and, and I hope you healed from it well. Um, it did. It took 18 months to get the swelling down. 
Uh, well, mine's but really mine's... get down where everything comes back, you know? Yeah, well, he told me that um, four to six weeks before he wanted me to lift anything, and then he said it would take a few months to get it totally back to what he considers normal. In the meantime, right. um, I am, like I said, God bless everybody who's praying for me because it's I'm really fast. you got to take one day at a time and don't get yep. frustrated because it does come back. But, you know, you, you know your body better than the doctors. That's all I have to say. You know how fast you can go or how slow you have to take it. So just take your time. Anyway, you know, I'm at a crossroad in my life. Okay. And I, I, I've been with the same partner for over five, 45 years, married, had children, and he just, like, disappeared, comes back, all kinds of crazy things. So I don't know. I'm just trying with my letters. In my name to move forward. I don't know. I'm just at a crossroads. I'm fickle. Okay. What's his, just his first name? What's his first name? Craig. C-R-A-I-G. Craig. Okay. So, so it appears looking at both of your names, okay, that you've been bearing emotions for a long time and that's how you've kept the peace. Okay. Um, because he yeah. needs to be the one in charge, but you do really well being in charge yourself. Okay. So unable to get along, you've had to bury a lot of your emotions and it's just kind of like they're buried and not always dealt with. And so I would really suggest looking at your name and especially where you are in your name for where you're going. You're in your manifestation years. Okay. Um, according to your name. And so I would really look at it and say, what do you want to manifest? What do you want to do? And then go about doing it. If he joins you, he joins you. If he doesn't join you, he doesn't join you. I'm pretty much at that, what you said. I'm pretty much doing my own thing. And yeah. I'll move on. Yeah, but that's where you are in your name right now. And so it's like, what's really cool is when you do that, the next letter that you'll come to in your name says emotional satisfaction. It's like you you get to resonate with your emotions and you're at peace. So it's really important that you manifest what you want now. And you just say, hey, I'm going to do this thing. Do it with me. Don't do it with me. Up to you. I love you, but I'm going to take care of me. No, I'm pretty much that way. I moved my, he's in Florida, I'm in New York, and I'm happy, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, I can see why. I think you got a freedom. I think he was, with his name, a bit um, in charge or controlling and you learned right away if I want to have peace I've got to I've got to put him first and, and bury a little bit of me and so what's happening now you're in this manifestation stage so you've got to unbury you if that makes sense and so you yes, get to come out and really 100%. be yeah so you get to come out and be you and show that huge heart your name says you have a huge heart okay also have you considered writing you could write poems that we'd all want to read I don't know if you've ever tried that, but it's in your name that you would have that ability. I used to like write, a, believe it or not, stories for my children. You know, I was very creative with the yeah. storytelling. Yeah, and I would, I but would then, suggest poems or shorter ones because you could literally sell them to Hallmark. You would know just the right phrases that want to go on all those cards that everybody reads and goes, "Oh, I got to send this to this one." Right. I understand because I think before I even buy a card, it could take me forever because the words cannot express what I'm feeling. I'm very empathic. 
Right. Right. Like, and you could make yeah. the sayings that go in those cards. It would be a great job for you to be using a lot of your talents. I think you'd feel good about it. Oh, anyway, just you. an idea to share with you because that's sitting in your name. Okay. Well, it's, it's <laughs> something to always put a feather in your house. You always got to keep moving forward. I keep you in my prayers. I hope thank that you. hands heal quicker and sooner. God bless. Wait, thank you. Thank you so much, Cecilia. Linda, thank, thank you. you for your patience. It is your turn from New Mexico. You know, I used to live in Roswell. Hey, I have lived in 11 states. That's why I always say, oh, wow, I've been there. <laughs> oh, my. Well, thank you, Sharon. Um, I was wondering if I could give you my and my boyfriend's names as a couple. And then if the time would come, should I remain with my last name or take his? Okay, got it. Then I need your uh, last my name. name. So my name is Linda with I, and the last my last name is V like Victor, and then his is J, J A Y, and last name C like Cat. Okay. Um, without having both your full last names, um. Uh huh. It's hard for me to tell you simply because B's and C's have so much in common. So that's not going to be a huge difference. Um, The one difference I can tell Uh you is that um, if you took his last name, his in-laws or his parents, your in-laws, would expect you to bow out your power to them. And if you kept your own last name, then they would not expect that. Okay, and his have passed on, but so then that's not an issue. Yeah, you'll probably be fine with his or yours. So isn't that nice? So if it, you know, if you don't care, let him. If it's important to him, take his. If it's not important, you know, keep your own. Okay. Okay. And then, um, do we have challenges or what? what you have a lot of compatibility. Toward? He's very likable. He's very talented. Um, you have strengths in different areas. Family's really important. Um, you know, there's a lot of compatibility between you. So I'd say, hey, go for it. Enjoy it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. There's no real, from the parts of the names that I'm seeing, there is no real conflict. There's a lot of understanding. There's a lot of compatibility. There's a lot of what I want to say when when two people get along and they're like two peas in a pod. <laughs> okay. So there's 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 good communication because I'm looking at the communication letters and there's good communication and you're both easily likable. You know, you're both oh. people pleasers. So now you get to please each other instead of everybody else. So. I mean, but there's a lot of compatibility. <laughs> you know, Linda, you got to watch your knees. You know, that's in your name. My what? Watch your knees. Watch my what? Okay. Like because K-N-E-E-F? you could you could need a knee replacement surgery and you get older. So just be always aware of your knees okay. and don't twist them when you're getting in and out of a car. Okay? Oh. Okay. Just wa- watch your knees. Oh, Make sure that you're cool. taking care of your knees because that's the weakest link in your body. Okay. All right. Okay. And I always, okay, yeah. And I always you. say, you take care of the weakest link, then the rest of you stays good. Okay, I'll I'll take care of them. 
Okay, sounds good. Thanks for calling in, Linda. Thank you so much. Aha, uh -huh, Ilana from Florida. Ilana, what would you like to know tonight? Thank you. Hey, you're so welcome, Ilana. Good to hear your voice. What would you like to know? Oh, thank you. I didn't know I was next. Thank you, Professor Sharon. Um, I can't, my phone acts it up because I need another one. I have one question. First of all, I send you much healing. What does a soul do when they you've told them to change their name and they have absolutely no money and they have to still keep the same name? That's my only question. So I can let you answer off the. I can take it off the air. <laughs> oh, you can stay on the air. Okay. So, okay. Ilana. First of all, you never hire a lawyer to change your name because then it costs you thousands instead of a couple of hundred. Okay? Okay. So you never hire a lawyer. You can do it yourself. What you do is you go down to the local courthouse and you go up to, you ask the person that's sitting there that's at the information desk and you say, I'd like to change my name. Which window do I go to? And they'll direct you to somebody who's going to say, oh, you want to change your name? It's going to cost you. And it depends on your state and what they charge it can be as cheap as 45 dollars. it can be as expensive as 300 all right because oh. all the yes, states are pretty much in that realm somewhere and then okay. they you fill out a piece of paper and you have to fill out information with your social security number and why you want to change your name and you give that to them and they go okay here's your court date now the court date's usually about two months later and you show up at court and, the, and you're going to listen to everybody else go first because they think everything's more important than changing your name. So they put you at the end. And then when it's finally your turn, the judge says, are you trying to run away from any bills that you owe? Are you trying to hide from the law? Are you whatever? You're going to say, no, 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 not any of those things. And then they're going to say, why did you want to change your name? Whatever you wrote on that paper two months ago, you had better give the same answer. Because if you want to change your name and get the judge to say, okay, that answer needs to be the same. And when you give the same answer that you wrote on the paper two months ago, when you said, yes, I want to change my name, then they say, okay, go back to the lady. You get two copies for free. I always say buy an extra two copies because you're going to use those copies to go different places like social security, like the airlines, like uh, the driver's license, you know, like your bank account to get your name changed. And it just helps to have more than one copy because some people want to keep a copy. Some people will keep it temporarily and mail it back to you. But that way you can keep going with that if you have four copies. And I always say get four, put one in your permanent file, put one in your wallet, and the other two you'll end up mailing out and getting back when different people like the airlines want to see it. And then they mail it back to you. Okay. Mine will be very simple because I don't have a bank account and I don't travel. So, but I remembered you telling me to go back to my birth name. So thank you. Thank you so very much. You're so That's welcome. It. I think you'll actually end up happier. I know that sounds strange, but I think you will because you'll come more into the gifts that you, that you naturally have and it, they'll be easier to use. Yes, ma'am. And thank you again for your kindness. It's so healing. Many blessings. Bye -bye. Oh, Ilana, you are so welcome. God bless. Okay, Karen from Oregon. And I'm just going to say while we're waiting for Karen to come on the line, if you would like to ask a question with your name and Eric, you're after Karen, um, just call in 888-627-6008.
Again, 888-627-6008. Karen, how can I help you? Hi. 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 So I first um, want to know where in Oregon are you from? Um, in Salem, Oregon. Oh, okay. Got it. I lived in Beaverton. I'm telling you, I've lived so many places. <laughs> yeah. But Oregon's gorgeous. So how can I help you, Karen? Well, I'm curious about my name. Okay. Do you have a middle name? Irene. Okay. I-R. How do you spell it? I-R-E-N-E. Okay. How I thought. But I just want to make sure. Okay. Yeah. So your your name basically says that you really come here to learn how to lead. and we, Because when you lead, everybody benefits. So... As many times as somebody wants to put you in a leadership role, I would say take it because it helps you find what you're here to learn. Okay. Now, when I say what you're here to learn, just to be really clear, it's not that somehow we did something wrong and we got to learn this lesson. Okay. It's the soul already knows. It already has the information. Like it already knows that E equals MC squared. However, the soul wants to have experience to know what different ways can you use E M equals MC squared? You know, what does it really mean? Where can you apply it? Can you tweak it? Can you, you know, the, it wants to really understand it. So every soul comes in with seven things it really wants to understand. And there's a major, what I call umbrella over all seven that kind of ties everything together. And yours is leadership. And it says you're smart enough. You get help from others. Of course, sometimes you like to escape from others because you like your privacy. But anyway, it says that you're smart enough and you come down to learn, how do I use my intelligence to lead in such a way that everybody benefits? Because you're already fair. You know, you have fairness issues. You can stand up for others a lot easier than you can stand up for yourself. That's one of the parts that you learn how to do while you're leading. It says that you got a rebellious spirit. Don't want to be told what to do. Don't mind being asked, but by golly, don't tell you. Okay, that you can see things from other people's points of view, even when you disagree with them, that you've got an incredible memory. You can be what I call anal retentive to the details. You know, it says that you're very sensitive, very inquisitive, um, that you're very observant. You don't miss much. Okay, but you kind of beat yourself up for the part you do miss. And it's like, oh, I missed that 4%. What did I have to do differently to get that 4%? Instead of going, woohoo, I got 96% today. <laughs> okay. Um, and then look at it as a curiosity. You know, I wonder why I missed that 4% instead of beating yourself up for it. Okay. Besides that, so yeah. many names are so happy to, if they get 50 to 60% and here you're beating yourself up over only missing four. Okay. Just to put it in perspective, it literally says right. that you pull to you people that can help you. But the question is, do you know how to ask for their help? They're there willing to help, but are you willing to say I could use it? Okay. So that's another part of leadership, being able to delegate and ask other people to do stuff. Okay. And it says you're very inclusive, that you're very honest, you know, and you don't like dishonest people at all. It says you got a rebellious streak. Um, you like to figure things out for yourself because it just makes you feel better when you're able to do it for yourself. It says you've got your own organizational style, whether somebody else can follow it or not. Oh, well, who cares? You can always put your hands on everything. That's what counts. It says that you're generous by nature, you know, and you're good with others. So that's just a brief piece on your name, because like I said, I can talk two hours on anybody's name. But it it lets you know that you've got these strengths, 
and you want to be a leader and how you want to lead is up to you. But your soul wants experience as a leader because they know that as you're learning how to become a better and better leader every time you lead, everybody around you is also benefiting because you're fair and you're kind and you're generous and you're not going to take advantage of who they are when they're working for you. Okay. So true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Names names say so much. I want to say one other thing to you, Karen, you are, you inherited um, a propensity toward being a diabetic. That's in the last name. So is that a married or a maiden last name? Oh, that's a, a married name, but I'm divorced. Okay. So your kids, if you have kids with that last name, they would have been inherited through your husband's side, and he's the one that would have had the propensity for being a diabetic because I'm looking at the married name. Mm-hmm. So that means it's come down through the husband. So just know to, right. to, to let your kids know that they got to watch that sugar level because if they can keep that under control, then they can keep everything else under control. Mm-hmm. Would you look at my, my maiden name then real quick? It's Kruger, sure. G-R-U, G-R-U, like uncle, Got Victor, it. E-R. Okay, you don't have it in that one. So oh, good. Just, just, just to tell everybody where I'm getting it from, okay? <laughs> I don't mind yeah. teaching and sharing. Yeah. Um, as I'm, and the Know the Name, Know the Health book, my goal is that you'll be able to pre-order it around Thanksgiving and you'll get it by Christmas. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, when you have an O in the last name, that means that you have inherited the propensity to be a diabetic which means you, it's easier for you to become one when there's an O in the last name. So whatever shows up in the last name is what you've inherited through your DNA, through the lineage or whatever. So it's easier for you to catch it and you need to just be aware so you take preemptive actions. Whatever illnesses show up in the first name are things that we do to ourselves. Okay? So, um, mm. and O's in the first name don't mean diabetes. It just O's in the last name mean diabetics. Okay. Well, and I don't. So, I don't have O in the last name. I have right. It's it's G R U V E R. Right, but that's why I'm saying your kids could have it because it's in your married last name. That's oh, why I, I said you okay. don't have I gotcha. it. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Right. I right. said you don't right, have right. it. Okay. Because it's not in your last no. last name, but your kids would. No. I see. I see. Okay. Okay, and your husband. All would. right. Right. You know. So you just you just know. Um, and what's interesting is it was in my birth last name and my dad was always testing us. <laughs> he wanted to make sure us kids didn't get it. And one did regardless, but it was like, he was very aware on some level, not knowing nameology, obviously, but that, oh, this is coming down through the lineage. And I think it's interesting because I'm able to point it out. It's in that, O. So if you, anybody who does have an yeah. O in the last name would have that. You don't have an O in the last name, so you don't have to worry about it. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. It's very fascinating. Yeah, I think personally, Karen, I think that our creator loved us so much that there were so many different tools given to us from face reading, handwriting analysis, astrology, numerology, nameology, that that because um, it, it's patterns all kinds of ways that we could find out why we're here and what's going on and so many ways within our body and our name and everything else that the uh, that our creator said here i'm going to help you remember who you are and why you're here 
I happen to think mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. It's so very cool. Yeah. You got some spiritual pursuit in your name. So that's why I'm sharing it with you. Thank you. You're welcome. Enjoy. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. Eric, thanks right. for your patience. Eric, you it's your turn. How can I help you? It's finally my turn. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I took yeah. them in order. Hey. Yeah, for, that's cool. Hey, listen. First of all, uh, uh, condolences on the thumb. I just I uh, broke the uh, uh, base of my thumb on the left hand side, uh, and the doctor wants to put in three headless screws to fuse it together. I'm like going, oh hell no! <laughs> so I know hey, what you're I, I've got about. screws all the way down my arm, my wrist, you name it. It's just uh, to me, it's amazing what they're able to uh, do. And yeah. had I not had the screws and the plate and the whatnot that he put in there. Um, they literally said I would have lost the use of this hand and I wouldn't have never really? had any strength oh. in it. It wouldn't have healed appropriately. So, Hey, I'm yeah. so grateful that somebody took the time to learn how to do this. Somebody else took yeah. the time to learn from them. Hey, and get really good at it. Right. Right. And that eventually yeah. I'll have full use of hand again and arm. So, Hey, I'm grateful. Yeah, well, I guess so, but I'm a, I'm, I'm just naturally averse to uh, being under the knife. But anyways, that's slide the point. Oh. Anyways, um, <laughs> I got a couple of uh, what? Say again? I said, me too. I, I don't enjoy surgery, but I'm very grateful that yeah. if needed, it's available. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Eric, how can I help you? Okay, so I got two quick names to run by you, um, and uh, one is was a possible collaboration and uh, actually an educational uh, perspective. Um, the, that first one is Lisa, L-I-S-A, last name Cherney, C-H-E-R-N-E-Y. Okay, so she's a rescuer, and she's really, really bright. Uh-huh. Okay, she can do some things the hard way that might, get on your nerves a little bit, but then your stubbornness is going to get on her nerves a little bit. So mm-hmm. if you cannot be stubborn, then she won't do things the hard way. And then you guys will get along just fine. Mm, okay. Yeah. Cause I noticed there was a couple of communication issues that already came up and stuff like that. Um, she was very persistent about, you know, making sure that her emails were uh, sent and received and so forth and so on. And, you know, I'm just like, okay, well, if you need this done, you know, I, I rescheduled a, a couple of times according to her request and stuff like that. But she wanted to over-verify it, and that drove me nuts. Well, so well I, that's I because she, that. she needs to be in charge. She needs to be in control. Uh-huh. Okay? Once yeah. she realized that you can meet those requirements, she'll lighten up. Uh-huh. Okay, you just got to jump through a few hoops first. But it's yeah. it's also no she does things the hard way, but she does it to help her memory. So she's mm-hmm. going to do some checks and balances. Once she realizes she can trust you because you're doing what you said you would and they're coming in on time like that you said they would, okay? She'll lighten up and she'll get easier to work with. But yeah. she's one of those people that's very detail oriented. She would have made a great scientist. So she's right. just going to double check until she establishes real trust. Okay, and then after that, you'll be fine. So just have patience at the beginning and know that it'll turn out okay. Okay. All right. Um, The second one is a new roommate situation. Um, First name, Elena, E-L-E-N-A, Michelson. Okay. Um, Elena's going to need privacy at some times and be very talkative at other times. She always wants to know what's going on. So uh-huh. if you would 
out of consideration. This is against what you would normally do, Eric. But what would make it nicer and easier on her? You guys have good communication. But to have a, a little notepad there. So if you're leaving, you say, gone out, but whatever you're doing. Be home at whatever time. Okay? And if you go out again, just saying, hey, leaving, expect to be home at this time. Because if she knows when she can expect you back, it gives her peace. Does she want to control when you come and go? Not at all. But she just likes to be in the know of what's happening around her living conditions. Okay. Okay. So I know that sounds like something crazy and you're going, I'm not a kid. <laughs> you know, yeah, you have to report exactly. it. Okay. I'm hearing you because yeah. I'm looking uh, at your name going, I know that this is not something you would want to do and you don't want to mm-hmm. have to report it and you want your freedom, but I'm telling you, it'll yeah. keep your peace in your home. And I think mm-hmm. peace is worth it. So if you mm-hmm. just make a, a line piece of paper on a notebook, you know, regular school line mm-hmm. paper, put a date down. And then just signing out, expected back mm-hmm. this time. Leaving at this time, expected back at this time. And it'll okay. just give her peace. And part of the peace right. might be, okay, I'm not being silly, but I am, is that if she wants to go soak in the bathtub and mm-hmm. she wants to put on music and have candles on and whatnot, and she doesn't want to make so much noise that she's going to be bothering you, she wants to do it when she knows you're going to be gone. And if you tell her when you're going to be home, then she knows how to budget her time for the things she wants to do when you're not there. Right, right. Okay, so it's kind of like a common courtesy, even though that's not who you would normally do that. But that's important to her, and it'll it'll give her great peace. All right? Okay, Um, one quick follow-up question on that. Um, She has a propensity for, I mean, does this kind of relate to when she has a propensity to ask me about, plans and stuff like that and invite me to watching movies with her almost on a spot, you know, on a spontaneous basis when I have other plans and stuff like that. Well, it's, it's more like she wants to know you're included. Ah, Okay. okay. She doesn't want you to feel like, Hey, I'm doing this and I didn't even have a consideration here. I'm going to take over the whole living room and watch a movie. But if you wanted the movie too bad, or if you wanted the living room too bad, it's her polite way of saying, uh, I'm planning on consuming this space for a while. Okay. Okay. And so it's, again, it's, it's, you could also put up a calendar and you just say mm-hmm. work between blop and blop on the calendar or committed right. between blop and blop. You don't have to say what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know, or you could just put on the calendar. This is when I'll be home on this day. These are the hours I'll be home on this day. I mean, you can do it either way. Right. Okay. okay. But it's, it's literally her way of trying to be nice to know that mm-hmm. you're always included. Okay. Okay. She's not trying All to right, control. Kind of she doesn't have control in her name. She's just, okay. she's very nice. And right, she's yeah. a little bit nosy. So if she knows yeah. when you're coming and going, that satisfies mm-hmm. the nosy part. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's what keeps peace. All right. Okay. I'm excited for All you. Right. I found a roommate. Well, you know, she's she's a hell of a lot better than a lot of the previous roommates that I had, but I still wanted to ask on a couple of points anyway. So, cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, and just just know that she'll need her privacy sometimes, too. You know. Which which I afford her. I've got the upstairs and she's got the downstairs, so, you know. Yeah, it it works, right? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so, um, and, and, and really everything else she's doing is just trying to be polite. Okay. 
you know. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. What I think is really cool is she knows when you're not going to be home, that's when she's going to play her music really loud. But when she knows you're going to be I, home, she's not going to yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've, we've, we've traded a lot of text messages about heads up, about, you know, singing practice and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that, that makes total sense. Okay, cool. Okay. And that's really why she wants to know. It's not that she wants to keep tablets on you. She wants to know uh-huh. when's he going to be gone and I get to do this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Which is really considerate if you think about it. So she's not disturbing sure. when she knows she has certain habits that would bother you. She knows she's doing her best to save them for when you're not going to be there, which I think is, right. Hey, that's a great roommate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. Congratulations. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome, Eric. Okay, right. if you would like Bye. your name read, you can call 888-627-6008. Again, 888-627-6008. Do you know that when you're moving into a place, you can look at the address, your full address of your new place that you're considering buying? You'll know what it will be like living there for you. You'll know what your neighbors are going to be like and if you're going to like them or not. You're going to know what your city council and the rules are going to be like, whether you're going to agree with those or not. So all of that shows up in an address, and you can do all of that with Namology Science. Another cool thing that you can do with Namology Science is you can create names that pull people to you or push people away. So like if you're creating a business name, I always say take 10 adjectives on what you want people to feel or know about your business right away when they hear your business name, either consciously or subconsciously, and then What kind of people do you want to draw to your business? Who do you want to work with? And then you're going to give me 10 of those adjectives. And then when I get the the 10 of what you want people to know about your business, the 10 on what kind of people you want, then I ask for the third thing was exactly what does your business offer people? You know, what service are you providing? And then we come up with a name that will do and say all of that, either consciously or subconsciously, so that people get it. It's kind of cool. And also when you know Namology Science, you can do what I do, which is when the HR departments call and say, hey, we've got a new rep. You know, we sell to this company, but we've got a new rep. How do we best work with her? Or we've got a problem between two employees. We want to keep them both, and both of them are threatening. If we don't fire the other one, they're leaving. How do we solve this? All of that shows up in a name. Or my favorites are always they give me the list of, Here's who's applied and here's the name of the job or here's the qualities that are in the job, you know, what they need to be able to do. And then you go, okay, this is who best matches those qualities, you know, and and on some it's like, eh, you maybe want to watch out for this one or that one. But all of that you can do once you know how to interpret a name. And I'm just thinking that with our shut-ins, even though it's starting to light up again, that we have time, we're home more. We have more time on our hands than when we're usually out and being social. And this is a great time to learn nameology science if you've ever wanted to. So there's two levels. Well, there's actually three. The first level, it's all individualized. Okay, so you get it through and you can learn it in six days. You can learn it in six weeks. We just set it up all at the beginning when I'm going to be talking with you. And it's 15 hours. Okay, then level and that you learn all the basics you can literally give a one hour reading after you know level one and you'll never look at names the same everybody you meet you'll never look at them the same 
And then level two is all the subtleties that you see in a name and how you work with businesses, just like what I was describing. How do you come up with product names, business names? How do you help the HR departments? How do you help choose a jury for the attorneys? Um, all of that that you can do with names. It's really exciting. And then level three, by the time you're done with level two, you can give a two-hour reading to somebody. And level three is for those that are interested in the spiritual side. How can you find the seven purposes that somebody's come down here to the earth? How do you find that? And so anyway, that's the level three. <clears throat> and so if you're interested, this is a great time to learn and to give yourself that gift. I thought I'd let you know that. And also to remind you that the itty bitty book of What Happens When uh, hit the stands last week. It is $6.99 on Amazon. And the easiest way to find it is either to type in What Happens When, but then you got to go down through all the books that have that somewhere in the title, or just type in Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and it'll come up as the fourth book by me. So all of that is very exciting from this end. Again, if you would like to join Susan Klopstein and myself on a group reading where we have just a few people and, and then you can share our time and we give everybody individual attention from both their name and from the medical intuitive spot, let me know if you're interested in that uh, because we're going to be starting that fairly soon. Um, it's kind of a crazy time right now, but we're planning on starting that fairly soon. And please let me know if you're interested in that. And the last thing I want to talk about is that on the, the website, knowthename.com, and you go to the services page, the very last item is what I call Spirituality 101. But it really takes our history and what group of people started and started with human beings and how did we come about and how did the division come about from the right-hand path and the left-hand path and then how these individuals kept coming back, playing different roles, and where how they were trying to get humankind more advanced, more spiritual, with more um, cooperation, understanding, resonance of what's going on. And then literally how they're coming back and who they are today. And it's 18 hours of history that really starts before the earth and takes you all the way through. So that when different things happen on the earth, you go, oh, I get it. I know why that's happening, because you have all the background all fit in. And that's 18 hours. And I call it Spirituality 101. Um, it's really more of a history of how everything developed and where we're headed. And the last two and a half hours is from reading names, where I see us going and what's coming next. Because you, when I do a name reading, I'm always doing the timing in case somebody's question asks me about, well, when, when can I meet somebody? When can this happen? So I always figure out the timing. And after a while, you start seeing a pattern of, oh, look what they've got coming in the next year or look what they've got coming this year. And you do enough name readings, you start saying, wow, so many people have a similar thing happening. And so that's when you start putting all the pictures together. And so that's offered. And, and everybody who's taken it so far has just said, OMG, the amount of information that's given, um, all in its Reader's Digest form, but is just incredible. And that they really do have more understanding and they feel more at peace. And that's the whole reason that I put that all together. So names are fascinating. I love nameology science. 
I've got one more book in the series to come out, Know the Name, Know the Health. It'll be coming out in December if I can stay on track with it. Um, doing this to my right arm is not helping me. Um, but I hope to, the minute I can type again and put pressure on those fingers, um, to get caught up and back on track for what my outline was. So that is my goal is December. And I'm hoping to finish up that series, um, from Know the Name at this time. And then my personal desire is to move into more of a human relationships and how can we best get along with other people in our world? And when do we want to and when do we not want to? It's kind of like I had a conversation this afternoon and I said, uh, we know what to do to get along with these people, but you know what? We don't want to. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like that takes too much work and effort. But then at least you know what it is that would have to happen. And then you can make a conscious choice instead of an unconscious choice. So a uh, very interesting time. When I look at our politicians and see who's running for various offices across the United States, it's like one-third of our House of Representatives is up, or one-third of our Senate, sorry, is up, and a great deal of our House of Representatives, I think almost all of them, if I'm not mistaken, are up in that one for re-election. And so it's interesting to see who's running against whom and which names are more favorable to win than other names. Um, I'm playing with that this time. I'm, I'm looking at them and going, hmm, I think between these two, just from knowing the names and not their politics, I'll go, I think this one's going to win. And so I'm testing that this time. I've been doing it on testing on who's going to win on The Voice, that TV show, for quite a while. It's fairly accurate. I can get down to the top two. I don't always pick the top one, but I can get it down to the top two um, from looking at their names. And and if you're ever going up against somebody else in a competition, like one of you is going to get promoted, not the other, then you might want to know what needs to be said or come across that can put you on an even scale if your name already isn't ahead. Anyway, all interesting things happening with names. Know that you can always get a hold of me through knowthename.com. Um, and in a few days, the new website, The Name Lady, will all go live. I'm excited about that one, too. So a lot of things happening here. And just know that I wish you all the very, very best and so appreciate you listening to Know the Name, Know the Answers. Have a great week. This is your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth, signing off.